signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. Hello, friends. It is Wednesday, October 5th. This is the National Intel Report, and this is not the melodious voice of John Statmiller. This is Deanna Spengola, and for those who listened to my program earlier today, this is your double dose of Deanna. Welcome to all of our listeners, including those who are listening on KHFX, 1140 AM in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and southward. I am located in the suburbs of Chicago. RBN is located at 2251 Double Creek Drive, Suite 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. To listen to previous RBN programs, go to republicbroadcasting.org. Subscribe to the archives for only $1.33 per month. Don't forget to check out RBN's new Facebook page, listed as Republic Broadcasting Network. Share it with friends, family, and others. When you visit the RBN page, be sure to press the like button at the top, leave comments and questions. We will take calls after the second hour. Uh, Our guest today is William Fink. He's got a couple of websites, uh, one of which is saxonmessenger.christogenea.com. And mk.christogenia.org. Welcome to the program, Bill. Oh, Deanna, and praise Christ, and thank you for having me. Well, thank you. It's just, uh, it was just very fortunate that you were able to take time out of your schedule because we didn't actually talk about this until uh, actually this afternoon. So I thank you for for uh, doing this. Oh, it's that's great. no problem. Uh, and you were you were on my program, I believe, back in August, and I enjoyed your company then. And thought, well, this will be another opportunity, an unexpected opportunity to talk again. Well, well, yes. Hopefully, it'll be fruitful. That's fruitful and productive. Uh, yes. I pray. Yes. You know, well, I was just. Go ahead. Uh, oh, well, well, you had told me, um, well, well, this is rather last minute, you had told me you wanted to discuss the protocols of the learned elders of Xeon, I, I believe. Yes. Um, I had just finished reading something that one of our listeners, Mike, sent, and it's called The Jew Exposes the Jewish World Conspiracy. And this gentleman wrote this. His name is Henry H. Klein. He wrote this in 1946, and uh, he is talking about, he starts it out, he says, Now that the worst world war is over, it is well to know who caused it and why. For that reason, I have written this article. Uh, Now, this article is basically advertised on Amazon.com as a 24-page booklet selling for $206. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful to Mike that he sent me not just one copy, but three copies. And I went through this and um, made a lot of um, underlining, uh, underlined a lot of things and put a lot of post-it notes on it. And it helped me in a very simple way to understand how the Sanhedrin, which I had thought was uh, had been um, kind of eliminated, uh, well, a long, long time ago. But in his article, 
he says, no, Sanhedrin is still very much alive and well, and uh, it is really uh, the people that the protocols of the elders of Zion refer to, and these are those elders. All righty, we do have to cut to a three-minute break. We will be right back afterward from our sponsors with our guest today, William Fink. Stay tuned. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Are you still paying your credit cards and so-called bank loans thinking that you owe the money? Do you feel like it's your moral obligation but can't see an end in sight? Well, what if I told you that in truth, you don't owe a single penny and that the banks know this and hope you don't find out? Here's where we come in. Free2Prosper.com specializes in a profound debt repudiation method which challenges the validity of your so-called debts, morally frees you from the burdens, and protects your property. Our system is often superior to settlement, bankruptcy, or consolidation, which often leave you in a worse situation. If you feel the moral obligation to take care of yourself and your family, then I urge you to consider taking action right now. The economy will not wait. If you want to know more so you can prosper through the economic collapse, all while staying honorable and true to yourself, then call 877-417-8393. That's 877-417-8393. Or visit free2prosper.com right now. When I had a heart attack at 42, I was not sure what the future held. But a year later, the doctors could find nothing wrong with me and took me off all my medications. What did I do? I took a herbal mixture of garlic, cayenne, and a few other herbs mixed in liquid form. I now call this Extendovite. I would have never believed that a few simple herbs could actually change my life like they did. Now it's your turn to see what the powers of garlic and cayenne can do for you. For only $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid, you too can begin on your path to better health. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. You're listening to the National Intel Report with your host, John Statmiller. 
your host today is actually Deanna Spingola, and our guest is William Fink. And, and Bill, before we start that, uh, AP put out a, an announcement today. It uh, says, hundreds of Nazi probes reopened. And this was put out by the Associated Press. It says, in a final quest to bring Holocaust participants to justice, German authorities have reopened hundreds of dormant investigations of Nazi death camp guards, men who are now so old that time has become the enemy for prosecutors hurrying to prepare cases. The efforts would result in new prosecutions nearly seven decades after World War II. So, did you read this? Well, no, I haven't read it, but it doesn't surprise me because the Jews have to constantly reinvigorate the Holocaust propaganda. They have to keep the, legitis- the, the, the perception of the legitimacy of the Holocaust in the minds of the people and... and they believe that doing that, they can control the masses. And that is one of the, well, one of the um, goals expressed in the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, that they would do that very thing. And they need to keep that Holocaust legitimacy out there. They need new information, new cases. And, and they're all lies. Every one of them is a lie. And they need that all the time in the mass media. One, another one of the protocols of the Learned Elders of Zeon states that they would constantly publish lies in their newspapers. And, and how do you prove, if, if, I, if, if I were a German concent, concentration camp guard 50 years ago, how could I possibly prove that I did not do something? Well, it would be very difficult, uh, especially since you... You have no access, probably, to the records, and it's just a trumped-up charge. So, exactly, how would you possibly be able to prove uh, where you were at the time, what you were doing, and and that's uh, what they have on their side? Well, well, it, it's um, it, it's a first in in world history that anything like this has gone on, and and it's the Jews have taken advantage of the lies and deceptions concerning their own identity, which they promote to Christian people, and they take advantage of Christian empathy and Christian sympathy for for the downtrodden, and they play us like a harp. They play Christians like a harp, and Christians go for it every time. That's true. The serpent whispering in Eve's ear every day, over and over again, and, and Eve keeps taking the apple. If I have to phrase it that way. Uh, Bill, do you think that also it might be uh, an indication that there are so many people out there now that are, that are saying, hey, the Holocaust didn't happen, there were no gas chambers, here's the proof, here are the pictures, um, and this is what it's all about. And, and you also have the, uh, the Ernst Fundel case, uh, which produced a mountain of evidence uh, to refute this, this hoax. Do you think that it is also about that, that mothers sort of running scared and trying to reinvent this, this whole story to sell to the public? What do you think? Well, well right. They have, to keep the, the, they have to keep the mind of the general public pointed towards the belief that there was a Holocaust, and, and they fully invest in that. Well, first, because the Holocaust is big business. The, they, they've made billions and billions of dollars off of the Holocaust. They've controlled world political discourse 
for the last 60 years, 70 years, through the belief that Nazi Germany was evil, and, and then through the concoction of the Holocaust myth. So, so it's a huge, multi-billion-dollar-year business for the Jews. It, it's um, it, it it gives them the right to do practically whatever they want to establish their own Jewish supremacist state in Palestine. Right, and, and of course. Uh... In addition to reparations and, and all of these things, I mean, Germany has paid out uh, billions in reparations and uh, have also paid out reparations uh, for, uh, I believe they just finished paying for World War I uh, just uh, recently. But in addition to all those reparations, there was also, is also, trillions of dollars worth of minerals in the Dead Sea, which they knew about uh, as early, well, quite, quite early, but but at least by 1947. And at that point in time, it was, I believe the figure was $5 trillion. And so it's not only the reparations and the lawsuits and, and all of the rest, but it is the natural resources that are there. And adds their political control over all of the Christian nations, which they've had ever since World War II. That they've had it fully ever since World War II. That they had it to varying degrees before the Second World War. But but oh, now it's, it, it's it's practically complete. All of these uh, all of these um that these things that we see the, these happenstances that we see in the last seventy years of our history were all outlined in the Protocols of the World Elders of Zion, but which were um allegedly found by a Russian army officer, I believe. And, and eventually made their way to the West through, through Germany. Now, now, these protocols, Henry Ford wrote a book, a, a series of books. It, it was actually about five volumes called The International Jew in the 1920s. And he quoted very liberal from the protocols. There, there have been, I, I forget exactly when, it may have been in the 40s or the 50s, there were congressional hearings on the protocols of Zion, or, or Zion as the Jews like to pronounce it. And, and um, the congressional hearings concluded that they were a forgery. And, and if they're a forgery, that means that they're a copy of something real, right? It's, sure. If, if they are not real, if these are not the plans of the rabbinical councils for um, Jewish behavior and, and Jewish treachery and the Jewish takeover of Christendom, then whoever wrote them sure as hell is a prophet because they've all come true. Right. And actually, uh, they were supposedly written either by Theodore Herzl, who is known as the father of, uh, as you say, Zionism, or, from, or by Asher Ginsberg. And uh, they were published in 1897 in Russia, and again in 1905. Uh, and then a printed copy of the protocols was housed in the British Museum on August the 10th, 1906. And, um, and according to this, uh, this author, Henry H. Klein, he said, so what is the knowledge, the contents of the protocol, and why is it important now? And, uh, he, and he basically said the same thing that you do, is because basically it's pretty much all come true. And the only thing that was left was to complete the conquest. To complete the conquest is for the Sanhedrin to openly declare its power over all the governments. So the Sanhedrin, as I understand it, are the learned elders of 
Zeon. Is that, is that your understanding? Are you there? Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I had my mic muted accidentally. It, it's funny that <laughs> I do that one as well, too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I like to sip my tea, right? I'm, I'm half English. It, it's funny that the Jews maintain a, a, um, a Greek word to describe their, their Sanhedrin's actually a Greek word. I just thought I'd throw that out there. They, they, they're they're um, not very good Hebraists, even. They can't conceal that. Well, well yes, they've had these. It's evident in the pages of writers on the conspiracy, such as Nestle Webster, some of the earliest writers on the conspiracy, that, that the Jews were able to spread their goals and plans very quickly and disseminate them very quickly to the Masonic lodges and, and through the other secret societies of, of old Europe. When I say old Europe, I mean 19th century Europe. And, and the only way that I could see that they ever could have done this was through their synagogues. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they did have some secret societies. I believe uh, one was uh, created in 1860 in Paris. It was uh, the Alliance Israelite. Are you familiar with that? Well, I'm, I'm familiar with the Grand Orient Lodge and, and some of the other Masonic lodges, and, and it seems to me that the Jews didn't have control over all of the Masonic lodges of Europe, but they did through the Grand Orient Lodge, have quite a bit of control over many of the Masonic Lodges in Europe. And, mm -hmm. and that was the lodge from which the French Revolution was launched. And, and it's the French Revolution, that the, um, the slogan of liberty, equality, and fraternity, that uh, our belief in the pronunciation of that by the, by the international Jews has been our downfall. Because Jeffersonian liberalism and Jewish liberalism are two totally different things. And, and the Jew has really perverted liberalism and, and sold it as, to, to Christians as something that it was never intended to be. True. And it seems to have come out of France, and uh, even the, the Germans were very um, alarmed over French Freemasonry and outlawed it. And, in fact... Um, Hitler, when he came to power, uh, or at least by 1938, I believe, uh, outlawed Freemasonry in Germany. Is that correct? Well, well that is correct. And, and if some of the best information on, on the treachery of the Jews it is not really even only in Mein Kampf, but in the speeches of Joseph Goebbels and, and anybody that wants to really know about the causes of World War II should go to the German Propaganda Archive at Calvin, Calvin.edu, Calvin University, or, or to um, NSEuropa.org to do Europa and research. Phil, we got to cut to a break. We'll be right back. flinch when a police car appears in your rearview mirror, or you get pulled over? Are you squeamish when an envelope arrives in the mail with a return address of a court, a government agency like the IRS, or some law firm? Would you like to escape government agency harassment? Then visit EscapeHarassment.com. 
George Bush allegedly says, the government constitution is nothing but a doggone piece of paper. Well, that's a contract. A contract is an offer acceptance of that offer, at which point a contract arrives by law and the offerer can no longer withdraw the offer. We teach, do not accept. That way there is no contract or agreement for you to go to their court or private club meeting. To escape government agency harassment like the IRS, visit escapeharassment.com. This is a tried and proven experience process. Not experimental with a money-back guarantee that it works and success testimonials from previous students. Remember, escapeharassment.com. That's escapeharassment.com. If you're the mother of a child with behavior problems, I'd like to talk to you. My name is Janet Lehman. I'm a behavioral therapist and a mom. I know what it's like when the child you love becomes a defiant, out-of-control child who disrespects you. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the program that tens of thousands of moms are now using to turn around their child's behavior. If you've heard about the Total Transformation and wondered if it will work for you, now you can try it for free. I'm willing to give away a 1,000 programs today for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. I know the total transformation works because I used these techniques with my own son and with troubled kids for over 30 years. Let me prove to you that it works by giving you the program for free. Call now. 1-800-583-1093. 1-800-583-1093. That's 1-800-583-1093. Berkey Purification Systems have long been recognized as the world's ultimate in water purification. Berkeys are used worldwide under normal, hostile, and emergency environments. Securing your access to good-tasting, sparkling, wholesome drinking water can be harder than you might expect. Water is often laced with chlorine, lead, high levels of harmful bacteria, and other unwanted chemicals and contaminants. Even bottled water can contain these contaminants. And moreover, it's expensive. Other purification systems are inferior. Most do remove pathogenic bacteria, and many remove the beneficial minerals that your body needs. Perhaps that's why Berkey Systems have long been recognized as the world's ultimate in water purification. This simple, highly effective method of microporous, self-sterilizing, and recleanable black Berkey purification elements bring you the finest water purification system available anywhere. Call today, 1-800-724-2719. That's 1-800-724-2719. Or go to our online store, republicbroadcasting.org. Free shipping for a limited time only. Wasn't that the idea when we started out? It's cool, that's what they said. All right, welcome back. Our guest today is William Fink, and you mentioned um, a website, uh, Calvin, what? Could you repeat that? Calvin.edu. But if anybody just, just does a Google search for the German propaganda al- archive, they should come across this immediately. And, and another speech with a lot of Joseph Goebbels speeches on it is um, another website is nsuropa, E-U-R-O-P-A, dot org. And, and um, I, I use those two for a lot of my own research. That They're very trustworthy sites, that they are very sound editions of Joseph Goebbels and Adolf Hitler's speeches in in, um, in multiple languages, especially English, right? And and they they they're very excellent resources for understanding for reading the speeches of the time. We understand what was really going on at the time. And, and Joseph Goebbels made it very clear and proved beyond all doubt that it was international Jewry 
that encouraged the Second World War and the, the, the destruction of Christian Germany. Right. Um, you mentioned Calvin. Uh, what, wasn't uh, Johann Calvin Jewish? Oh, oh, Calvin, the, the, the uh, well, well, this is Calvin University, right? Right. It's a college, right, right. But Calvin, oh. th- there is rumors that Calvin the Reformer was Jewish. That there are rumors to yes. that. I have not seen actual um, irrefutable documentation to that fact, and and I don't like to accuse based on rumors, but right. but there are rumors, yes. Yes. And his his theological doctrine was for the most part good for his time, and, and his biggest mistake was the acceptance of usury, which has led many to believe that he may indeed have been Jewish, right? Because right. he accepted usury, and usury was seen as an evil, uh, of course, by Christ and, and the God of the Bible. Usury is a total no-no, and, and um, Calvin accepted it, but also Cotton Mather accepted it. Cotton right. Mather, famous Puritan... You know, reform theologian in Massachusetts in the 1700s. He also accepted it, and and it's out it's outlawed by the God by the God of the Bible, right? We we should never charge our kinsmen usury or our fellow countrymen usury. Period. Right. And Cotton Mather also was uh, into enslaving the uh, indigenous population to uh, to build up the country. Well, well, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts on that because the indigenous population, well, when the English first started moving over here, was slaughtering man, woman, and child. And they actually threw the first, well, well shot the first arrow. And, and they did in, in Massachusetts and Connecticut and in Jamestown. And, and that's fully provable by reading the original documents of the colonists. Okay. Um, it's what we read today in our books and, and our... And everything that we read today in our history books that are published by these big Jewish-run publishing companies it is, it is propaganda against the white race. And it's very clear. History is very clear. The original documents are very clear. The original writings of the Puritans in Massachusetts and Connecticut and the original writings of the, pe- of the early English colonists of Virginia and what happened at Jamestown, the Indians... We're afraid that too many Englishmen were settling in America, and they went and raided their, their little settlements and killed man, woman, and child. And, and hmm. we did not reciprocate with any degree of cruelty that they, that they initially, and, and, you know, that they initiated. Hmm. Well, we pushed them west where, where they wanted to wipe us out. Uh, I mean. Well, um. That, that, very you know, it depends on what you read, um, certainly. Well, well, yes, it does. But, you, you know, I, I, I seek to learn from uh, original sources first. And, and I don't I'm, – I'm not an expert on the colonial period, but, but that's not my, my central area of study either. Sure. Um, the other thing that um, Henry H. Klein said was that Jesus advocated the law of God and Moses – the law of nature, the law of limitation, limiting excessive private fortunes by law, and that the Jewish Sanhedrin, which was composed of some of the worst money gangsters and political crooks of Palestine, condemned him for that, charged him with sedition against the Roman government, and had him convicted and executed by the Roman governor. 
So basically, he saw not just usury as an issue, but the excessive private fortunes that people were getting as a result of their money practices. Well, well, it was not a part of Christian culture for thousands of years to loan money at interest. In fact, it wasn't a part of Christian culture basically to even use what we call money, right? I mean, at one time in England and Germany and France, men paid their taxes in kind, which means that if you were to pay 25% of you, you being a tenant farmer on a, on a manor, if you had to pay 25% of your increase to the lord of the manor, you and, and you had eight new calves that year, you brought him two calves. You didn't pay with money. You didn't have cash. You didn't have a bank account. You, you brought him two calves, 18 chickens, and, and, and um, 20 bushels of wheat. Right. That was your taxes. It, it, All We have to go to a break. We will be right back in three minutes. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Are you still paying your credit cards and so-called bank loans thinking that you owe the money? Do you feel like it's your moral obligation but can't see an end in sight? Well, what if I told you that in truth, you don't owe a single penny and that the banks know this and hope you don't find out? Here's where we come in. Free2Prosper.com specializes in a profound debt repudiation method which challenges the validity of your so-called debts, morally frees you from the burdens, and protects your property. Our system is often superior to settlement, bankruptcy, or consolidation, which often leave you in a worse situation. If you feel the moral obligation to take care of yourself and your family, then I urge you to consider taking action right now. The economy will not wait. If you want to know more so you can prosper through the economic collapse, all while staying honorable and true to yourself, then call 877-417-8393. That's 877-417-8393. Or visit free2prosper.com right now. Are you new to freeze-drying foods? These fine, easily storable foods were first developed for the U.S. space program. Today, the U.S. military and the U.S. submarine service enjoy using these products extensively. Freeze-drying foods typically maintain their high nutritional value in excess of 30 years. Why store emergency food? Keeping food on hand for emergencies protects you the same way as does insurance on your home or car. With Freeze-Dry Guy freeze-dried foods in your food reserve, you can be ready for just about any unexpected crisis. In today's turbulent times of uncertainty, global crisis, world market collapse, stock market volatility, increased frequency of natural and man-made disasters, there has never been a better time to get a survival insurance policy. Take the necessary steps to protect your family in these uncertain times. Visit FreezeDryGuy.com. Or call 866-404-FOOD, 866-404-3663. We pay the freight within the lower 48 states. Are skyrocketing prescription costs draining your budget? If you don't have insurance or are taking medication not covered by insurance, the Powerhouse Savings Card can lower your prescription costs by up to 50%. 
Now you and your family can save 20 to 50% on all prescriptions. It's accepted by most pharmacies and mail-order pharmacies nationwide. No prescription card is easier to use. Just show your card and save 20 to 50% right on the spot. There are no monthly fees, just a one-time processing fee of only $4.95 for you and your immediate family. Stop paying full price for prescriptions. Stop going without the medication you need because it costs too much. Now your family can get the prescriptions they need at a cost you can afford. Call 1-800-963-0232 now and start saving money with the Powerhouse Savings Card. Call 1-800-963-0232. 1-800-963-0232. tuned into the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show. And our guest today is William Fink, and I am Deanna Spingola. I am sitting in for John Statmiller. All right, you were talking about... Well, well, let's talk about the establishment of Catholicism in Europe. You know, it didn't start out bad. It really didn't. It started out wrong, but it didn't start out bad, and, and there's a difference. And, and when Constantine had made Christianity an officially recognized religion in in the Roman Empire. It had come after 300 years of the Jews coaxing the Romans to persecute Christians and instigating the Romans to persecute Christians. And it can be told from all of the early Christian writers that the Jews instigated all of the persecutions of Christians by the Romans. That they always pit members of our race against one another and they're experts at it because they're, they're... their special, their real specialty is crocodile tears, right? That they're great at shedding crocodile tears and and peaking our empathy, and and they're it's amazing how effectively they do that, and we see that today with the Holocaust. Well, well, when Christianity became accepted by Rome, and Rome started to adopt Christianity, it of course didn't become the official um, religion of the empire until I think the time of Theodosius II. Theodosius II, but under the the Theodosian emperors and under Justinian, many decrees were passed which made life unbearable for Jews. And and those decrees were such as um, that Jews couldn't hold Christian slaves, that Jews could not loan money to Christians at interest. Christians were forbidden from loaning money at usury, and, and these things excoriated the Jew from Byzantine society. And, and, and when, this, when Christianity spread to the Goths in Spain and, and northwards to Germany, the Jew felt oppressed and was driven out of the empire because he couldn't do business. He, he okay. couldn't be a Jew. And, and that, that's the truth. And, and that, that drove many of the Jews into Khazaria. So we see the later conversion of the Khazars. It drove many Jews into Arabia where Islam was then developed and used as a wedge against Christianity, as a force against Christianity. And, and Islam has Jewish roots, and that can be established. It, it was discussed by Gibbon in his history, The Rise and Fall of Rome. It was discussed by Alzog in his Universal History of the Church in the 19th century. Men without political axes to grind 
and, and Gibbons even earlier than that, right? He's 17th century, I think, or maybe 18th. 18th. Well, uh, for a thousand years, the Jew was, was locked out of European society and could not enslave the Christian. And, and, and with the French Revolution, all of that changed with, with Jewish emancipation. Right. And, and Satan's been out of the pit ever since. And, and that's, what, that's the fulfillment in Revelation chapter 20. Satan's left out of the pit with, with the French Revolution. And, and the Jew has used, because Christians for so long did not, really most of them never used money. And they, they weren't aware of financial transactions and, and the dangers of usury and, and all of the other ills. There were noble families that were borrowing money from the Jews for a couple of hundred years, right? I mean, throughout from the time, days of Charlemagne, but, but it was restricted to certain nobility. And, and the common Christian had no concept of these things. And, and it's still new to most of us because we don't think the way the, the Jewish mind thinks. We just don't operate the same way. And, right. and it gets in trouble. And, and right now it has us as a nation... And, and, and as a race, in huge trouble. And, you know, it's, it's very interesting that Frankfurt, uh, the, um, where the uh, Rothschilds were, uh, was the first city-state to emancipate the Jews. And, um, well, uh, Rothschild actually uh, paid some money to do this, and then they were allowed also to go into the, to the Freemason lodges freely, where before... Uh, they were just uh, restricted to their own. And so with that, then you had them uh, spreading their influence all over Europe and uh, feeling free to participate in occupations that they had been restricted to. And not only that, um, they were also uh, moving out from their, their ghettos. And oftentimes we think we've been told that, uh, that the ghetto was something that, that – others did to them when in fact it was the rabbis who who wanted their people in the ghetto so that they could control them because they had so many laws the talmud has so many laws uh, you know thousands of laws uh, in order to re to tell them everything every aspect of their life how to how to fix their hair what to wear how to do anything and so this was a, a very restrictive uh, kind of environment and um, the rabbis had a great deal of power over them. And well, it's so, not a mistake. First, let, let me just throw one comment in. It's not a mistake that with the prevalence of Jews in our own government, we have become very overregulated governments, burdened with bureaucracy, right? It, it's Talmudism all over again. It, it's Phariseeism all over again. Yes. Uh, I never put those two things together, although I recognize that that many of the laws that have been passed have, uh, for instance, the immigration laws have always been passed by, by Jewish people. And uh, they are to blame, basically, for, for some of our uh, problems now with immigration or the lack thereof. Uh, but they always pushed uh, ever since, uh, well, the 1880s. But uh, I, I never... I never thought about the overregulation in the government being a Jewish problem, but in fact, I mean, it's, now that you've mentioned it, it's pretty obvious. Well, well, they were here from the beginning, right? Jews were here from the time that the Dutch were here. 
even yeah, before the English colonization. Right, right. But but they had no real um, out front political power until after the 1880s when they could be equal citizens here and be present in large enough numbers because m millions of Jews came over from Eastern and Southern Europe. That they right. called themselves WAPs without papers. They called themselves Hungarians. That they called themselves a lot of things, but but most of them were Jews. I, I mean, or, or at least a great number of them were Jews. And they right. didn't all go to New York. A lot of them went. Um, there's one town in Texas. The name escapes me right now. Was a huge um, landing place for Galveston. Yes, thank you. Was a huge landing place for Jews. Mm -hmm. and, and it's it's a Jews. wonderful port and. Uh, an obvious way for them to come into the country uh, rather than coming through New York. A lot of them went to Philadelphia. A lot of them uh, came into Chicago, anywhere where there was a big urban population. Uh, and that's, you know, that's where they, they went to, where they came to. Well, well absolutely. But now, now they've, they've spread themselves out into just about every county in the country, and, and you'll find them in just about every town government in the nation, no matter where it is. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm in upstate New York, and the smallest towns up here have have Jews on the school boards and Jews in positions of government. It, because mm -hmm. after the um, after the 1930s, and, and after the Jewish takeover of our economy, it, it's that they 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 have hegemony practically everywhere. Sure. All right, we do have a caller. Let's uh, let's talk Barrett in Idaho. They up the program. Yes, hi. How are you doing? Yes, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of concerned. Uh, there's a lot of police brutality issues, but but I was going to talk about that. But I keep. I'm. I'm kind of a new listener. I've been listening to this. I didn't even know RBN existed until about a month ago. But um. But I'm hearing certain programs saying things about Jews. I mean. Uh, if they're not trillionaires and they're not part of the, the Rockefeller family or the Rothschilds or the Bilderberg Group or the Thule Society or the, or the CFR or the Trilateral Commission or the Skull and Bones, then what harm are they? Are, are, I mean, do you know any uh, Jews out there that are billionaires, trillionaires? I mean, well, what are we doing here? I mean, are we... Are we uh, hammering on another race of people again like Hitler did? Um, so that's, just, that's all i got to say. Okay. Well, well um, let, me, let me quote to John, verse 9 through 11, from the Christian Bible. Each who going forth and not abiding in the teaching of Christ has not God. He abiding in the teaching, he also has the Father and the Son. If one comes to you and does not bear this teaching, do not receive him into the house and do not speak to welcome him for he speaking to welcome him takes a share in his evil works. The Jews, historically, they were thrown out of all that they've been thrown out of every principality in Europe at least once. It's not because people dislike Jews. It's because of Jewish perfidy and Jewish treachery. That's why they get thrown out of everywhere they go. They are the supremacists. They are the racists. They, Jewish supremacy is, is, has Christians worshiping Jews right now instead of God, in spite of what the Bible says. 
And the Schofield Bible was actually the produce of Jews, as was the Bullinger Bible. And all of the notes in those Bibles that have been promoted by Jewish publishing companies and Jewish academia in Christendom for a hundred years today has Christians worshiping Jews instead of God. Uh, Jews are collectively the Antichrist. They have sought to destroy Christian civilization for 2,000 years and, and beyond. And, and they use the other races as wedges against Christians very effectively. And when they don't have the other races to use, they use their own. That their yeah, their presence you're... and equality in our society has totally corrupted our political spectrum. They have moved the center 90 degrees to the left in the last 50 years. The average, that the average conservative right now would have been considered a moderate to leftist 50 years ago. Okay, Barrett, your comment. Is, oh, Barrett's gone? Okay. I would, I would also um, offer that uh, when we look at Hollywood, and we see the the uh, monopolization of the um, the entertainment industry in Hollywood, and you have to wonder, with all the garbage that is coming out of Hollywood, what in heaven's name are they attempting to do to our culture? Because remember that uh, our young people really look to to movies and to music to to pattern their own lives, and uh, so. What is that all about when, all we, when we see the, the immodesty and, and the garbage coming out of Hollywood? And, and also, what about the monopolization of the press? When you look at who owns the press, that it is in the hands of simply five corporations, you know, who's controlling the press? Who's controlling the, uh, the publishing houses? And uh, we can go back to the protocols for that. And, uh, Barrett, if you're still listening, and I hope you are, the protocols of the elders of Zion or Zion are at the bottom of the page at republicbroadcasting.org. Just go to the bottom, and they are under essential reading. And um, let's see, required reading. And it says, uh, let's see, uh, right at the bottom, the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. And if you read those and then uh, apply them to what is happening or what has happened. And if you also read some historical uh, books that talk about who started World War I, why it was started, uh, and uh, then perhaps you would understand that, that we're not just picking on a particular ethnic group of people. And if you also understand that the whole Holocaust uh, was a psyops, that did not actually happen, that uh, the things that we've been taught about Germany are not factual, just as the things that we've been taught about 9-11 are not factual. And, you know, the official version of many things is just a bunch of garbage. They're, they're not true. And if you have ever questioned 9-11, then certainly you have to question every other major event in history. And say, well, did this really happen? Or did they just make this up? 
what is the truth here? And it requires that we, we kind of abandon the things that we've been taught in school. We abandon the things that we've been taught on the controlled corporate media and do our own research, our own investigation, and just deliberate. Okay, what is true? What are my conclusions? Don't accept the, the, the things that other people tell you, but go ahead and, and use those as clues to do your own investigation. And then maybe you will come away with a different uh, perception. What do you think? Um, I, I would like to quote one protocol. I, I would like to explain the tense protocol, just a couple of aspects of it, and make a quote that I have from worldviewradio.com. It's an old quote, but, but I use it in an article on Christagenia. Christagenia.org is my main site, right? The other sites that you mentioned are just side projects. But, okay. but this, the, the tenth protocol explains that the Jewish goal is to bankrupt governments under an incredible debt load and, and to destroy them so that they can replace them. That's what they want to do. We see that. We see fear of that throughout the world today with the North American Union. We've seen the EU as a replacement of European governments. There's a move on this in this country to discredit the Constitution now so that the right wing is amenable to a constitutional convention. And if that happens, we will lose our rights. You won't have a Bill of Rights. You won't have a right to keep and bear arms. So that's a very dangerous movement. It's inspired by Jews. It's Jews and, and their Shabbos Goyim trying to discredit the Constitution so that we could be more susceptible to the, the giving up of our rights. And, and, here, and, and this has been going on for a long time. The 10th Protocol explains that the Jews want to destroy our government so that they could replace it. And here's a quote from worldviewradio.com. It says, a pair of radical Columbia University professors by the name of Richard Andrew Cloward and Francis Fox Piven wrote an article in the radical magazine known as The Nation. The article was published on May 2nd, 1966, and laid out what is now known as the Cloward-Piven strategy. The plan calls for the destruction of capitalism in America by, and, and I don't think capitalism is a good system either, but free enterprise is. It calls for the destruction of capitalism in America by swelling the welfare roll Bill, to the point of collapsing our economy. Bill, hold on to that thought. We do have to take a three-minute break. We will be right back, and we'll pick it up on the other side of the break. Warning for all Gulf Coast disaster survivors. Be aware that dangerous gases are in the air you breathe. Benzene, hydrogen sulfide, methylene chloride, and Corexit 9500. Keep your body clean with microplant powder. For all Gulf Coast residents and all who want to be healthy, HempUSA.org brings you a new formulation of microplant powder with lactobacillus acidophilus. Rebuilding your immune system while detoxing the rest of your body. Pulling out positive toxins, heavy metals, viruses, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Microplant powder will help eliminate these dangerous chemicals from the body used in the Gulf cleanup. At HempUSA.org, we want you to try our number one selling detox product, Microplant Powder. Call and order at 1-908-691-2608. 1-908-691-2608. Or visit us at HempUSA.org today. 
Introducing IXL Anti-Friction Metal Conditioner. IXL works at the molecular level to reduce friction by penetrating into and bonding onto the microscopic openings of the walls of ferrous base metals. The surfaces become smoother and denser, and this reduces the heat, friction, and metal expansion and wear caused by moving metal surfaces. The benefits are reduced maintenance activities and cost, increased fuel efficiency, and prolonged equipment life. It will not clog pipes, injectors, or supply lines, does not build up or accumulate on itself, as do many other additives. IXL does not contain Molly, PTFE, or graphite. It also offers the tremendous benefit of being non-toxic. It is used for a friction reducer and performance enhancer in gas or diesel engines, transmissions, automatic or standard gearboxes, turbos, electric motors, outdrives, lathe, and cutting applications. Go to republicbroadcasting.org, then to our online store, or call us at 800-724-2719. That's 800-724-2719. Did you know that the water you're drinking may contain over 2,000 different contaminants? From hormone-disrupting and mind-altering chemicals like fluoride and pharmaceuticals to newly emerging contaminants like radiation and other hybrid chemicals that water treatment plants don't screen out of our drinking water. PureEffectFilters.com has a breakthrough filter solution to effectively reduce the widest range of such contaminants, including the radiation coming from the Fukushima disaster. In addition, the filters will also revitalize your water by releasing natural minerals and electrolytes while increasing pH and antioxidant levels. Safeguard and revitalize your drinking water today with a breakthrough Pure Effect water filter system. Visit PureEffectFilters.com to learn more or contact us today at 1-888-891-4821. That's 1-888-891-4821. Call now and take one of the most important steps you'll take to a healthier future. Um, this fellow, uh, Klein, wrote, he said, The Jews as a whole know nothing about this program, nor do they know anything about the Sanhedrin. The protocols say we keep in the shade. All that the Jewish people know is that they have been herded together like sheep and that they are subject to every form of shakedown that can be advi- devised, and they have been shaken down plenty in recent years. So, um, anyway, go ahead, uh, Bill, with what you were saying before we went to the break. Here we have the cloud pivot strategy, which admits that their plan is to purposely create a great welfare state to bankrupt the nation and collapse the economy. And this is being produced at the same time that Lyndon Johnson's Great Society is being planned and the formation of that welfare state. That's not a mistake. It's not a mistake that 90% of the voting Jews in the country always vote on the same side. The Jews may not know, and and they don't. Most Jews, and and I've known plenty of them, are no better than most Catholics. But, meaning they really don't know what's going on with their religion. They they, they don't even know a lot of the foundation of their religion, and and it's illegitimacy, I I should say, or whether whether or not it's truly legitimate because they don't study it. But... Jews vote with their rabbis. They do it all the time. They do it consistently. And they act in a manner which is consistently adverse to sound Christian society. Jews are 3% of the country. They're over 10% of the Congress. 
they're, they're probably 50% at least of the Supreme Court. Jews are 3% of the country. They control 95% of the media. Jews are 3% of the country. They control all of Hollywood. I, I think I could probably say they control 100% of Hollywood. They control or, or they're responsible for at least 90% of the pornography industry. They're responsible for all of these social revolutions that we've had, which are entirely antithetical, not only to Christian society, but to any sound moral society. Jews are behind the gay rights movement. Jews are behind the civil rights movement to integrate and destroy the fabric of our country with alien races. Jews are behind all of these immigration and immigration reform, which really equals, um, you know, an immigration amnesty, that they're behind all of that. It's always been behind it. I have videos on my website from Jews claiming that their goal, Annette Kahane and um, Barbara Spector, claiming, openly admitting that their goal is to integrate and destroy white society so that it is no longer white. Yet there's two billion yellow people living in China, and nobody's trying to send any Negroes there or Mexicans. Okay. Even though all the jobs are there, that's where we should send the Mexicans. All righty. Um, they are also behind, if you look at the women's movement, um, they are behind the women's movement in conjunction with the CIA, and it was Gloria Steinem and Betty Friedan who promoted women's uh, liberation which you can also call emancipation, emancipating them from childbirth. And since that point in time, since 1973, we have 55 million people that didn't make it. All righty, we do have to take our one-minute top-hour break. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. For those who listened to my program earlier today, this is your double dose of Deanna. My guest today is William Fink, and uh, we do have uh, some callers on the line. Uh, Bill, did you want to conclude your remarks, and then we'll take some calls? Well, well yes, I would like to say something about the women's movement, and I'm glad you mentioned that. It, it's one thing to have strong women that, that, um, that, that stand up and defend Christianity and, and America and their nation and their race and, and their kin, right? That, that's a great thing. 
but the women's liberation movement is a product of the Frankfurt School. The Frankfurt School is a bunch of Jewish so-called academics who were brought over here purposely by the Rockefellers at the instigation of the Rockefellers. Their, their first university they polluted was Columbia. A lot of our foul spirits have emanated from Columbia. By the 1950s and 60s, they had, ended, they had been um, given positions on the staffs, professorial positions on the staffs of Stanford and Berkeley and, and Brandeis universities. Well, Brandeis, you know, that's named after a Jew anyway. And, and um, they raised up the 60s radicals. And well, you, you also have to include um, the University of Chicago and Leo Strauss, who who created the neoconservative movement in this country, uh, the Trotskyite movement. Well, well yes, the neoconservative. I like to call them zeocons, right? The only thing okay. they really want to conserve is, is is to make the world safe for, for um, Jewish supremacy and, and Zionism, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't call them neocons. I call them zeocons because that's what they really are. They are absolute Bolsheviks. There is no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Conservatives, because they're, they're newly become conservatives, it's because they've newly infiltrated conservatism. Right, right. You just call yourself something else. Uh, but, but we have to remember that the, 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 um, the elite, a certain group of people, uh, funded communism. They also uh, funded, they also created capitalism. In fact, capitalism is called, uh, it was called by Rothschild, the European plan. Yeah, yes, there's a huge to... difference. Uh, I'm yes. sorry. There's a huge difference. There's a world of difference between what we call capitalism and the free enterprise principles that America was founded on. Exactly. There's a world of difference. And, and the, the emancipation of women in, in, the, in the women's liberation movement of the 70s was really the, the separation of a woman from any authority which her father, her brothers, and her spouse held over her and any social constraints whatsoever. So that the, the Jew want, didn't want to free us from our paternal authority. They wanted to free our women from their panties. That's what they really wanted to do. Well, and they, they were very they also, successful at it. They also wanted them to take jobs outside of the home so that they could collect more income tax. Well, well, absolutely. Absolutely, they wanted to force women into the workplace, but that's because any um, usury-based economy like we have is basically a Ponzi scheme. Right. And if the economy does not grow by a certain percentage every year, then banks have to fold. That, that's just the way the scheme works. It, it's it's indirect, in but that's the way it works. And banks start folding when the economy is not keeping pace with that growth and, and it has because every dollar that comes into the economy automatically demands more than a dollar back. So, All right. So it, uh, Bill, hold that thought. We'll be back in three minutes and we'll take some calls when we come back from the break. So stay tuned. We Have you heard? Proactive is better than ever. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway. 
Do you have troubled skin, acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive, your acne can heal, and you can prevent new breakouts from happening. Be one of the first to try it by giving us a call at 1-800-489-0192. Because we're going to let a million people try Proactive risk-free and also receive our legendary refining mask and green tea moisturizer free if you call right now. You heard it. Be one of the first to try Better Than Ever Proactive Solution. You'll receive a 60-day risk-free trial, plus a free refining mask and green tea moisturizer. Call 1-800-489-0192. This is our best radio offer. Get your risk-free 60-day trial of Proactive, plus two free extras. Go to GetProactive.com or call 1-800-489-0192. That's 1-800-489-0192. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Huh. For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say... Does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Are you or someone you know suffering from high blood pressure, cholesterol, or chest pains? Are you looking for a more natural way to overcome these health challenges? Extendivite is made from herbs known to help with these symptoms. Made from garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, and four other herbs, Extendivite goes to work detoxifying heavy metals and killing fungus and virus to enhance your overall health. For only $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid, you too can begin on your path to better health. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Get ready for Real Talk Radio. You're listening to the National Intel Report with your host, John Statmiller. All righty, welcome back. Uh, this is Deanna, and our guest today is William Fink. We will take calls at 800-313-9443. And we do have some callers on the line. Let's take uh, Steve in Texas. Steve, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, Uh Good afternoon, Diana and William. I would like to make uh, some comments. I would like to uh, properly identify the Jews that you're talking about because most people hear about that there are Sephardic Jews and there are Ashkenazi Jews that live in Israel. And I would like to separate the Ashkenazi Jews from the Sephardic Jews. The Ashkenazi Jews, 
the Ashkenazi Jews are actually Edomites. They're from, uh, Jacob had a, a twin brother, Esau, and uh, he was supposed to inherit, and he gave up his inheritance for a bowl of porridge, and uh, his people were called the Edomites. And God gave the Israelites land over there in the land of Canaan, but he also gave the e Esau some land there, Mount Seir. It's right next door to the land of Judah. Those people, Esau's descendants, also uh, kept the Sabbath and everything, but they didn't inherit, and they were angry. And through the centuries, these Edomites have, a, have uh, taken over the identity of the Jews. They start calling themselves Jews. They lived right next door to the Jews. They, um, <clears throat> King David ruled over them, and then after the captivity, when some of the Jews came back to the land of Canaan, those um, uh, those Jews uh, reestablished themselves there, and the Edomites were still there, and then they were then ruled over again by these Israelites. And so they wound up calling themselves Jews. And eventually they started calling themselves Ashkenazi Jews after war, and, and they traveled and they, they uh, moved up northward towards Russia, and they mixed with the Khazars, and the Khazars uh, had a king named Kagan, and he traced his roots back to Togomar, and Togomar had an older brother named Ashkenaz, and Ashkenaz was the firstborn of that family. He was the firstborn son of Gomer, who was the firstborn son of Japheth. Of David, may I cut in, please? Yes. I, I can respond to all that. You're yeah, doing very see. well quoting... You're doing very well quoting Arthur Kostler, right? But no, no, I'm going from the Bible. Ashkenaz can be found... Well, well I can talk... I, I understand all of that. He, I, I he, do understand he's not semantic. But, but the, the historical references between Togarma and the later Khazars, they really don't exist, right? That This is things that the Jews of the 6th century sold the Khazars on. And, and I could discuss... Why would they the call themselves plan. Ashkenazi, then? Well... well yeah, why would, no, why would these call themselves Ashkenazi Jews? Because that's what the, the Edomites named them, right? The Edomites named them Ashkenazi Jews, the, right? The I, Edomites I think are antiquity at great length, right? Jews. They are, the, the, the Edomites, Edomites are the Judeans. The Judeans who did not convert to Christianity are, for the most part, Edomites. And the Judeans who did not convert to Christianity are, for the most part, Edomites and other Canaanites whether they are Sephardic or Ashkenazi. The they Sephardic come from the seed of Esau, because the seed is passed down through the men. So all the Edomites... And, and so did... That's correct. However, yes. Whenever they mixed with any Khazars or whatever, and they decided to call themselves Ashkenazi, still it was the, the men, the seed of, of, of Esau. So you're you're themselves absolutely off. correct. I'm not debating that. You're, that's absolutely correct. The Edomites went up into Khazaria... And they, they, they converted the Khazars to Judaism, and as soon as they converted them to Judaism, they got to intermarry with them. They're and not exactly from Judah. They're not from the fourth-born son of Jacob. They're not. Well, well right. You're absolutely they're, they're right. The son of, they are a son of Isaac. They relax. I'm agreeing with you. But the Sephardic Jews, neither are they Judah. They yes, are they are. Right. The Sephardic okay. Jews, and I'll tell you this, there are three types of Jews. You have, Judah had five sons. He, he had Er, Onan, and Shelah from, uh, I, I his, wife, from his first wife, um, the Canaanite. 
God killed Aaron and Onan, but Sheila didn't die. Then um, Judah uh, has sex with Tamar, who's, uh, <clears throat> who is a Hebrew. She has two sons, twins, Perez and Zerah. So you ha- now, since God killed Aaron and Onan, you only have he has three sons now, Sheila and Perez and Zerah. Well, Perez was the firstborn of the Hebrew woman, Tamar. So that's the line that um, the Messiah comes from, because you can see that in Matthew 1 and Luke 3. So you got three types of Jews. If you go to John 8, 41, they're they're arguing with Jesus, and they say, we be not born of fornication, because they're claiming that um, that that they come from the line of Sheila Judah, Sheila being... Of, of Judah, the first Okay, how, how does this all relate? I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you the difference. Who, he's, these people that are running around calling themselves Jews, it says in the Bible, they in Revelation 2 9 and Revelation 3 9, it says that they are not Jews. They are liars, and I'll make them of the synagogue of Satan. Right. Steve, Steve. Uh, Will, William is actually agreeing with you, and right, we really calling... do appreciate your call. Uh, but could you conclude your remarks, because we do have other people on the line. Well, the history here is that the, that the people that he's calling Jews, the, the Ashkenazi Jews that speak Yiddish, are actually of the Sea of, of Esau. They're not Israelites. The uh, God I know said that. They were. Right. Why did I ever well, say the Jews were Israelites? But the other uh, okay, the, I would like to talk for a couple, if I can. Uh, I mean, I have extensive papers on Christagenia.org, my website. One is the Antichrist for Dummies. Another one is a concise explanation of the creation of the Jewish people. And, and another one is, should Christians embrace the Jews? And, and aside from other histories I have on my websites, which are extensive, It's very evident that the Jews, the people that we know as Jews, are entirely from the seed of Esau and other Canaanite tribes, such as the seed of the children of Shelah. There is no doubt, all of them, whether they are Sephardic or Ashkenazi, the Sephardic Jews never went into Khazaria. They stayed in Algeria. They stayed in Arabia, in Sicily when they could until they could get into Europe. And the Sephardic Jews are the ones responsible for the creation of Islam, and the Sephardic Jews are responsible for the Moorish invasions of Christian Spain and destruction of the Gothic Kingdom. Okay, the Sephardic Jews are responsible for all of that. The Ashkenazi Jews are Edomites who mixed with the Canaanites, well, I'm sorry, with the Khazars and, and many other people, the Turkic peoples and other people along the way. However, none of the people who call themselves Judeans coming out of first century Palestine are actually Israel or Judah. And that could be established not only from the histories of Josephus, but especially from the writings of Paul, the statements of Christ, and and the writings of John in the New Testament. All righty. Good explanation. Thank you, Steve, for your call. Let's um, let's take uh, Keith in Indiana. Keith, welcome to the program. Yes, hello. Hi. Difficult for people who haven't been through the genealogies, but the simple fact is Israel's a people. They're the chosen people. They're the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But none first of them time, are Jew. Well, the first time the word Jew is used is in Second Kings 
16, verse 6. This is the reign of Pekah. This is seven centuries after Israel came into the land of Canaan. Well, well that's correct. That's entirely correct, correct. But even then, it's a mistranslation because it should say, it, it should refer to a man of the tribe of Judah, right? Well, the only thing is, they don't seem to get this, is what Jews referring to in the Law and the Prophets is the house of Judah, which could be a man of Judah or Benjamin or Levi or those of the northern kingdom who didn't want any part of the rebellion of, Je of uh, Jeroboam and fled and took refuge in Jerusalem. That's right. the Lord. So, you know, you're talking about the house of Judah when you're talking about Jews. When you come to the book of... Well, well when I mention, when I talk about Jews... I mentioned those people who came out of, I mean to reference those people who came out of Judea after the first century who had rejected Christ and were not Christians. To me, that is a Jew. To me, a, tribe, a, a man of the real tribe of Judah can never, ever be a Jew. He could be right. a now, man of Judah. I know Judah. what you mean. I understand. I've read your works and Eli James and Compare. I've studied all of it, and I've been doing it for years. I understand what you I'm just trying to, for the audience, you've got to understand that Jew and Israel are not synonyms. Well, well when they talk about true. the Jews, they think you're blaspheming the people of the book, Israel. And you're not, because it's a geographical reference everywhere in the newer scriptures from Matthew on. If, you know, I'm an American. Henry Kissinger's an American. I'm an Israelite, and he's an Edomite. Oh, we're both Americans. Well, well, that's absolutely true, and I'm glad you brought it up. So, yeah. so on the protocols, good analogy there. On the protocols, you got destructive education. Uh, do not suppose for a moment that these statements are empty words. Think carefully of the successes we arranged for Darwinism, Marxism, Nietzscheism, all these philosophies. Well, they're actually all mentioned in the protocols. Yeah, that's what I'm reading right from the protocols, you know. In order to put public opinion into our hands, we must bring it into a state of bewilderment by broadcasting so many contradictory opinions from all sides and for such a long time that it will make the goyim lose their heads. And... Well, well, that's by the exactly... way, back on Ashkenazi and Sephardi, the two-page book of Obadiah gives the end-time judgment on both Edom and Sephardi. All righty. We do have to cut to a break, gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much, Keith, for calling. We will be back in three minutes with our guest today, William Fink. Stay tuned. Are skyrocketing prescription costs draining your budget? If you don't have insurance or are taking medication not covered by insurance, the Powerhouse Savings Card can lower your prescription costs by up to 50%. Now you and your family can save 20 to 50% on all prescriptions. It's accepted by most pharmacies and mail-order pharmacies nationwide. No prescription card is easier to use. Just show your card and save 20 to 50% right on the spot. There are no monthly fees. Just a one-time processing fee of only $4.95 for you and your immediate family. Stop paying full price for prescriptions. Stop going without the medication you need because it costs too much. Now your family can get the prescriptions they need at a cost you can afford. Call 1-800-963-0232 now and start saving money with the Powerhouse Savings Card. Call 1-800-963-0232. 1-800-963-0232. One eight hundred nine six three O two three two.
aerial spray, chemtrails, the modified atmosphere, heavy metals and pesticides, carcinogens and chemical fibers all falling from the sky. You have a choice to keep your body clean. Detoxify with microplant powder from hempusa.org or call 908-691-2608. It's odorless and tasteless and used in any liquid or food. Protect your family now with microplant powder. Cleaning out heavy metals, parasites, and toxins. Order it now for daily intake and stock it now for long-term storage. Visit hempusa.org or call 908-691-2608 today. Are you still paying your credit cards and so-called bank loans thinking that you owe the money? Do you feel like it's your moral obligation but can't see an end in sight? Well, what if I told you that in truth, you don't owe a single penny and that the banks know this and hope you don't find out? Here's where we come in. Free2Prosper.com specializes in a profound debt repudiation method which challenges the validity of your so-called debts, morally frees you from the burdens, and protects your property. Our system is often superior to settlement, bankruptcy, or consolidation, which often leave you in a worse situation. If you feel the moral obligation to take care of yourself and your family, then I urge you to consider taking action right now. The economy will not wait. If you want to know more so you can prosper through the economic collapse, all while staying honorable and true to yourself, then call 877-417-8393. That's 877-417-8393. Or visit free2prosper.com right now. Our guest today is William Fink. Uh, this is Deanna Spangola, and we do have some more callers. In fact, Barrett uh, from Idaho on line three has uh, has called back in. Barrett, welcome. You have some more comments? Um, I, William, I agree with ninety percent, or maybe more, of what you say. Um, the Jew thing has me puzzled because we're all in their psyops. You can't. Like my mother, for instance, I'll make this really quick. My mom thinks everything, all the root of all evil are Republicans, you know. And I'm trying to tell her they're the same. They're run by the same. They're owned by the same. They're paid by the same. Our government, by all intents and purposes, is a corporation because it's of, by, and for corporations. And and they want more than that. They want control over every aspect of our lives. They want us to get licenses to do everything. Pretty soon we'll have a, have to have a license to breathe, you know, and look at the carbon tax. Well, well that's uh, modern Phariseeism, right? Uh, what was that? That's modern Phariseeism. The Pharisees, they wanted control over every aspect of the lives of the people. Of the, per, of the individual Isaiah. person, of, of not of a group, but of the individual person on this planet. Well, well, right. They even went so far as to condemn Christ because his students didn't wash their hands before they ate. Well, they used to hang people. And there, there's an example if you get if you get Alex Jones. Uh, well, you don't have to get his, but the original Constitution says about 
how they used to, uh, you know, hang or burn people if you had a different view and you tried to congregate, which is the, the right to uh, assemble. Um, they, they well, well, that was the meaning of the Roman church. Hold on a second. There, there was two jurors that said no. They said no way. I don't, there's a smell to this. It's not right. And we say no. I, I say we can take it back to the bottom up. But what I'm, what I, what I was really getting at is if the Jews are the problem, okay, is Dick Cheney, okay, me, myself, Eric, Norcross here on, in the continental United States, I'm just one person, uh, my rights not being protected by the police, by the judges, by the courts. You can't, you cannot tell uh, the jury that they that it only takes one person to say no. I don't like the smell of this. I don't like the punishment. This draconian garbage. We're not allowed to do that. But what I'm saying is, if this is a Jew problem, then okay, is Dick Cheney a Jew, or is the Bush family? A Jew? Are the Rockefellers Jews? No, they, they're all good-looking, blue-eyed. Just You know, I'm, I got blue eyes. I'm six feet tall. I'm 46 years old. Uh, my hair is light brown and athletically uh, okay. Okay, uh, so uh, William, you know, answer sorry. that question, please. Well, well he, he's just ignoring all of history and all of the treachery which the Jews have costing, caused and brought into themselves they are the originators of this treachery in christian society for many centuries now and once one understands history i don't think that it's hate to tell the truth about history the truth is hate what about to the, those christian, who hate the, the christian the christian crusades the crusades the christian well, crusades well, well, how about the jewish popes that were mostly responsible for the christian crusades by the 12th century, the Catholic Church in Rome basically was taken over by, by the crime families of Italy. And they used the, the, the Romish Catholic Church for their own profit. Why do, why do you think we had a Reformation? If you read, you, you read Bede's ecclesiastical history written in the 8th century, and then you read the Fifth Lateran Council the papers concerning the Fifth Lateran Council of the 15th century, you will see two entirely different Roman Catholic churches. Entirely different. Bede wrote about how um, clerics spent their time translating the scriptures and into the vernacular of the common people so that they could hear the word of God. That's in Bede, ecclesiastical history. If you read the Fifth Lateran Council, they prohibited people from having the word of God. It was a 180-degree different Roman Catholic Church in, in just a few hundred years. And, and when the German reformers revolted against it and the German people broke away from the Romish Catholic Church, we had the Thirty Years' War where half of the German population was wiped out. And that was at the hands of your Jewish de' Medici popes. Yeah, Can the de' Medici popes were Jews. Okay, uh, now about Cheney. One last question. You know, many, many, many people do the bidding of the Jewish people, and yes, it's very profitable for them to do so. That's well, a decision they made. I'm not, I'm not made. advocating. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, I've been studying government corruption and the demise of our Constitution for since 05. Really? 
Read the Communist Manifesto. It's at nk.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com
You're tuned in to the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show. All righty, we are back. And uh, William Fink is our guest today, and his website is christogenia.org. That is C-H-R-I-S-T-O-G-E-N-E-A dot org. Um, we all, and we have a caller from England. Let's take Pat from England. Pat, welcome. <clears throat> hello, hello, Deanna. Lovely to be on your show. I, I, I work from home and I listen to RBN sort of on and off and things, and uh, I'm not sure if I've, I've been on with, with John before. Um, yeah, very, very interesting tonight. Of course, I've, I've um, seen the, the, that, um, the protocols. It remains a very, very sinister document, of course. Um, just before I get on to what I want to say, just listening to some of the, the comments and some of the other callers, I think, yes, it, it, it is more than just a Jewish thing as well. I mean, you've got Gentiles that are caught in through high-degree Freemasonry, and, of course, you've got all the front men. The 13 original families, they may have all been Jewish originally, but they all married out so much into other nobility that they, they, they've taken on a Caucasian appearance, um, like your know, other caller was commenting. But what I think that we're looking at now, and I, I want to say something which you may not have heard before, but it can be substantiated um, biblically. Uh, by the way, I'm a Christian. I've been baptized, filled with the Spirit, speaking tongues and everything, etc. Um, did you know um, that this is really a Jacob versus Esau struggle? And it is possible, uh, and not many people know this, it was a big teaching 100 years ago to demonstrate from the Scriptures that we, Britain, the Commonwealth, and the United States of America are directly descended from the ancient tribes of Israel, the northern kingdom in particular, the lost ten tribes, including the leading tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. So despite 1776, as nations, we are actually brothers. It's possible to show that Ephraim was promised to be a multitude of nations, and Manasseh was to separate out and become a great people. And it was the, I've got a, I'm looking at a list of prophecies here. In the Bible, there's so many of them, and it says in the Scriptures, out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, through every word be established. And we're looking at so many scriptural prophecies here, and it's possible to demonstrate that the British royal house, uh, despite the fact I don't agree with, the, the, what, uh, with what our current queen has done, she's not upheld her coronation oath, but the principle is that that is, God's, that, that is that, that David's throne, that is the royal house of David, in perpetuity, to be re- relocated to the, the Isles of the Sea, so basically, what we're witnessing is, is basically Esau, the descendants of Esau, trying to snatch back their birthrights, trying to infiltrate, to try and take us over and destroy us and set up their own kingdom, because it won't replace that of the Lord Jesus Christ returning himself, who is the rightful heir. But they are trying to, basically, that's what I think. It's an old struggle, Jacob versus Esau. What do you think? Sounds good to me. What do you think, Bill? Bill? What what he's espousing is British Israelism, and I am a Christian identity writer, and and Christian identity came from British Israelism, and and Christian identity, and I can prove, and I have 13 lengthy historical essays on my website which do prove that many of the, the nations of Europe descended from the Israelites of the Old Testament. That's absolutely yeah, yeah. true. The, the, the Anglo-Saxon people and most of the Celtic peoples and Scandinavian people and also the Franks, the Goths, 
the Allens and the rest of the Germanic people and, and British Israel under the um, guidance of a Jew and a banker named Edward Hine has, has come to despise Germans and embrace Jews. And they've got it backwards. And it's, a, it's an incredible sin. The, the Angles are full kindred with the peoples of Germany and have no relationship at all with the Edomite Jews. And the Jews are Edomites. And British Israel is making a serious error there. And I have personally challenged any British Israel pastor or historian to a debate on that. And if you go to Christagenia.org, you will find um, eight essays on the origins of the German people. And the last of those eight essays, two, the first two are on the Scythians and the Saka and the Chimerians, which, and, and prove that they are the Israelites of the Old Testament. And, and the next six are all about the Germans, and, and from the classics, I quote nothing but Herodotus and Strabo and Theodorus Siculus in concert with archaeology journals and, and Indo-European language experts and things like that. And, and um, the last of the series on German papers proves the English kindred with the Germans, which Sharon Turner and, and um, the original scholars of British Israel did accept and, and promote. And, and John Wilson is another one. But, but with Edward Hine, that became, and with Jewish money seeping into British Israel, they became, they, they, were, derailed, they, they were derailed on, on that. And, and they were propagandized to hate the Germans so that the, the Jews of the city could destroy Christian Germany. But British Israel was a, was a huge belief amongst the noble classes of Britain through the Depression and into World War II, but when it fell out of favor because of Jewish academia. You're, you're of Manasseh in America? Manasseh? Well, well, I'm half English and half German by blood. Well, yeah, well, it's interesting, but you, know, 19, you see, another thing that a lot of people do not know, that 1917, we liberated... Palestine under General Allenby. Now, there's an interesting prophecy amongst the, uh, the um, Muslims that, that when the water of the Nile is pumped into, uh, into Palestine, a prophet of God will appear. Now, General Allenby was actually in charge of the British expeditionary uh, troops, and this fulfills a massive prophecy in Daniel 1917, the liberation. It came under British rule. British, Beret-ish in Hebrew, means men Well, well there, are, there are many fulfilled prophecies in um, in, in, in and the English and Saxon people, there's no doubt. The, the, um, the largest prophecy fulfilled is Revelation chapters um, 10 and 11 and, and the acceptance of the Germanic peoples of, of the word of God in the Reformation. That, that's the largest of all fulfilled prophecies and, and the final proof of their identity as the true Israelites of Scripture because they fulfilled many prophecies in that prophecy of the Israelites of Scripture. Christians at the time did not accept that the Jews were God's people. Christians at the time believed that the Jews were the people of God's curse. And, and that is the proper belief because they rejected Christ. In John chapter 26, Christ very plainly tells the Jews, you don't believe me because you're not my sheep. He didn't tell them that you're not my sheep because you don't believe me. And that's what the churches today teach. The churches today have taken many scriptures and turned them upside down for the benefit of Jewish money powers and their Jewish benefactors. 
terms Judah and Israel are not synonymous. There is probably 10% of people who call themselves Jews are probably, I mean, example, in Northern Ireland, they still have the Star of David, the hand, which is the, 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 the prince of the Scarlet Thread. You know, Zara and Fares? That line is... Well, well that's the, the, real, the, the real house of Judah are all white people, right? And everybody else is an imposter. Yeah, because the original much. Israelites, the original Hebrews, the original people of Judah and Benjamin were white, and, and that could be proven beyond doubt from the, from the histories of Josephus and, and the writings David, of... David, King David was red. King David, King David, King David was, King David yes. was fair-haired. He was red. Yes, he, he was a, a fair... They were, Ruth was fair. They, they, are, they were a fair people. And yeah, yes, so without doubt... Um, well, well, yeah, all of the, the people, people known as Jews today are spurious. And the proof of that is in, in the New Testament and in the parables and the statements of Christ himself. He said there would be no good fruit from the fig tree, which represented Jerusalem, forever. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, well, that's really, really what I want to really, really talk about. It's, it's a struggle with, you know, with Esau trying to snatch back the birthright that, that Jacob took. Um, Supplanter, his name means in Hebrew. And that pillow underneath the, the coronation chair of the British monarch um, is believed to be, we believe it's actually the stone, very stone that Jacob slept on. It's got two portapole rings, and it came into the British Isles from the two Egyptian princesses, who are really the daughters of King Zedekiah, around about 5th century BC, it entered into Ireland. Then went across to Scotland and down to London. It's now back in Scotland. No British monarch can be crowned unless they're seated upon that special pillar stone. Just like there was an example in the Bible about the coronation of the old Bible kings, they had to have a, a stone or a pillar as a witness nearby them, showing that we are descended from, from the lost ten tribes, without doubt. Well, well that is true, but uh, there is a ton of evidence. I, I'd like to, if Deanna doesn't mind, discuss the prophecy of Malachi real quick. Um, in the opening verses of Malachi, God says to Israel, I have loved you, addressing Jacob as Israel, and Israel responds, this is a dialogue, but what about Esau? Was he not Jacob's brother? So we see in the prophecy of Malachi, the children of Israel are more concerned with the Edomites than they are with themselves. And today we see that very, the fulfillment of that very thing, where the, the Christians, the true Christians of the world, are more concerned with the Jews than they are with themselves. Well, God says, well, I've hated Jacob. I, I've, I love Jacob, and I've hated Esau and laid his heritage waste. And then he goes on to explain that they will return and build the desolate places. They will build up, but I will throw them down. That is what's going on in Palestine right at this very time. The, the Edomites have returned to rebuild the desolate places, and God will throw them down. And then we'll see the prophecy fulfilled of, of not only Malachi, but also the Revelation and Obadiah. Obadiah, yes. If you go to Israel, I've been there. They are, they are very racist. They, the Ashkenazim, they persecute the Sephardic Jews like anything. They really are. Jews that have emigrated from America thinking they're getting to a free country, I think, were mistaken. Um, there is persecution there. If you don't fit in, if you're not the right sort of Jew, you, you know... I, David Icke put uh, a very interesting video a while ago showing the difference between ordinary Jews and the Zionist Jews, which I think is very, you know, makes it a very important distinction because the average Jew is not looking for world domination. He's not looking for world. He, he wants to quietly go about his affairs. Doesn't want to, 
take things over. Well, well I, I don't agree with that because the average Jew behaves like every other Jew politically that they well, always they do, and they pervert every country that they've gone to, and they've been thrown out of every nation that they've that they've been in. Yeah. Well, I, well, I have known some good ones. Well, well the, the race can't be judged by the by the very few exceptions. Right. I mean, Bob Fisher, there's a Jew that, that that told us all about what the Jews do to us, but but the race can't be judged by the exceptions. We had a, and, we had a, we had a well, what Minister. Christians need is to once again excoriate the Jews like they did in the sixth century and the seventh century and remove the Jews from our political discourse because Jewish interests and Jewish desires are absolutely contrary to any sound Christian society. That's the entire message of the New Testament. Well, and these I, people I think cannot that, convert it. I think yeah, also, uh, Bill, is that we can see what, what is going on by what is happening to our country, so that even if, if there are some good ones out there, uh, it is the people who have the power, who have the money and the influence, who are, who are waging the wars, and who are who are dictating political uh, policy? Well, well, right. So, it's mostly white Christian children, young men being killed in those wars. Exactly. At exactly. the bidding of the at the bidding of the international merchants, who happen to be mostly Jewish. Right. But the common Jew in the street always follows the will of his rabbis and votes with the international merchants and, well, and his desires. There's a lot of secular people who don't go to the synagogue at all well, well right and they don't get counted for that reason so the population well, is, is much higher but they still act the same way they they that they the, the so-called secular jews are the jews that were all of the radicals in the 1950s and 60s they were all secular jews they were all non-synagogue going jews these jews that have loaded up our pornography industry and and built it they don't go to the synagogue do you think that these homosexual Jews in Hollywood, do you think that most of them go to a synagogue? They don't go to synagogues, but their, their behavior is apparent wherever they go. They All righty. The yeah, yeah, I know what, you, I know what you're saying. It, you know, yeah. Um, well, it's been an interesting conversation. Pat, we appreciate you calling in. Did you have another comment or question? No, that's all, thanks. It's, I, I appreciate we don't have over here in England radio like this, and there's one or two interesting websites. All the problems that uh, you've got over there are the same here. We've got a, we've got a government that's a, a front for a cabal of international politicians and people that are trying to, well, you know, you know what I'm going to say, the same as what, you, as what you've got. And, um, yeah, um, it, it, it's interesting. Well, well, I don't want to plug my website too much, but if you go to Christagenia.org, you'll find about 500 of my own programs archived, which are mostly expositions of Scripture from a Christian identity viewpoint. Well, have a look. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. appreciate it, Pat, very much. All righty, let's uh, take really quick, uh, let's take uh, Stephen from Oregon. Stephen, well, or no, we've got, uh, I'm sorry, David. Oh, David dropped. Okay, sorry, Stephen from Oregon. <laughs> sorry. Stephen, welcome to the program. Stephen, are you there? Okay, and David dropped. Okay. 
Well, well, the Communist Manifesto is based that that was not wholly developed by Marx. Him and Engels had a deadline to produce that. The deadline, what was supposed to launch the the um, the, the new social revolution that the the Jews planned for Europe in 1848, they had a deadline to produce that, and and they produce it. They did the Communist Manifesto lays out the Jewish plans for all Christian society. The Protocols of Zion are a plan whose end game is to implement the Communist Manifesto. So we have the schematic for our society in the Communist Manifesto. We have the Jewish plan to achieve that goal in the Protocols of Zion. When you take those and study them and compare them to European and American history the last 200 years, you will see that it has been the Jewish international bankers in harmony with the Jewish radicals and all the Jewish Bolsheviks and anarchists and every other ism and is they could come up with to, to help further their goal, because that's what they really are, is the authors of confusion. And you will see that it has been them behind all of this, all the way. All righty. Uh, that's a good place to break for a commercial. We will be right back in three minutes with our guest today, Bill Fink. Stay tuned. Are you still paying your credit cards and so-called bank loans thinking that you owe the money? Do you feel like it's your moral obligation but can't see an end in sight? Well, what if I told you that in truth, you don't owe a single penny and that the banks know this and hope you don't find out? Here's where we come in. Free2Prosper.com specializes in a profound debt repudiation method which challenges the validity of your so-called debts, morally frees you from the burdens, and protects your property. Our system is often superior to settlement, bankruptcy, or consolidation, which often leave you in a worse situation. If you feel the moral obligation to take care of yourself and your family, then I urge you to consider taking action right now. The economy will not wait. If you want to know more so you can prosper through the economic collapse, all while staying honorable and true to yourself, then call 877-417-8393. That's 877-417-8393. Or visit free2prosper.com right now. Berkey purification systems have long been recognized as the world's ultimate in water purification. Berkey's are used worldwide under normal, hostile, and emergency environments. Securing your access to good-tasting, sparkling, wholesome drinking water can be harder than you might expect. Water is often laced with chlorine, lead, high levels of harmful bacteria, and other unwanted chemicals and contaminants. Even bottled water can contain these contaminants, and moreover, it's expensive. Other purification systems are inferior. Most do remove pathogenic bacteria, and many remove the beneficial minerals that your body needs. Perhaps that's why Berkey systems have long been recognized as the world's ultimate in water purification. This simple, highly effective method of microporous, self-sterilizing, and recleanable black Berkey purification elements bring you the finest water purification system available anywhere. Call today, 1-800-724-2719. That's 1-800-724-2719. Or go to our online store, republicbroadcasting.org. Free shipping for a limited time only. Do you flinch when a police car appears in your rearview mirror or you get pulled over? 
are you squeamish when an envelope arrives in the mail with a return address of a court, a government agency like the IRS, or some law firm? Would you like to escape government agency harassment? Then visit escapeharassment.com. George Bush allegedly says, the government constitution is nothing but a doggone piece of paper. Well, that's a contract. A contract is an offer acceptance of that offer, at which point a contract arrives by law and the offerer can no longer withdraw the offer. We teach, do not accept. That way there is no contract or agreement for you to go to their court or private club meeting. To escape government agency harassment like the IRS, visit escapeharassment.com. This is a tried and proven experience process. Not experimental with a money-back guarantee that it works and success testimonials from previous students. Remember, escapeharassment.com. That's escapeharassment.com. for John, and I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, our guest has been William Fink, F-I-N-C-K. And, uh, Bill, tell us about your websites again, and also tell us about the, um, the Saxon Messenger. It's a PDF file that you can download. Christogenia.org, I do um, two programs a week on biblical exegesis. I- I'm... A student of the classics, and, and I think if my audience were asked, my forte is probably reconciling scripture with actual history, ancient history. And um, my website contains many historical essays which prove the history that, that I, that, that I um, assert, you know, that, that my podcasts cover and that I seek to demonstrate that the Saxon people and the related peoples of Europe, nations which did not exist at the time of Abraham, they actually did come from the peoples of the Middle East and the Near East, and especially from the children of Israel of the Old Testament. That is why Christianity was brought to those people, and the people that we know as Jews today are really, for the most part, and they've mixed with a lot of other races, and there were a lot of Israelites who mixed in with them, but for the most part, they are actually the Edomites and the Canaanites of the Old Testament. When those right. keys to history are understood, then all history is, is um, a lot clearer to the, to, the, um, to the average student. Okay. Your website, again, is Christogenia. That's C-H-R-I-S. T-O-G-E-N-E-A dot org. So the or, people... or there's a real easy way to get there, and that's by going to johnny44.com. If you, I'm, I'm sorry if I should have told you that before the program. <laughs> that's okay. And it will also, those links will also be in the RBN archives under this date so that uh, people can uh, click and go to your website. And right. um, it's been. I, I had the Mind Com site actually first attracted your attention, right? And and that's my attempt to straighten out World War II history. And the Saxon Messenger is basically, and, and aside from my own PDF magazine, which I produce monthly, which is a a commentary on both history and social, you know, social issues and and health issues. 
I also produce, uh, well, well, the Saxon Messenger is a virtual library of conspiracy information and documents from what, what the one caller had called, you know, had named British Israel, right? Right. Right. Okay, and that website, both websites will be in the RBN archives. Uh, the one that you mentioned, uh, my is mk.christogenia.org. And uh, as I say, the links will be in the, in the RBN archives. Well, it's been a real pleasure to have you on the program. Uh, I've enjoyed talking with you again, and uh, I'm glad that uh, John asked me, invited me to sub for him. And, um, again, thank you so much, Phil, for joining us. And I hope people will visit your website. There's a lot of really, really good information. You have maps. You have all kinds of, of resources that people can learn more about what you have talked about. So, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Praise God. All righty. Take care, Bill. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on the, the National Intel Report. And, John, hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. So take care. Bye-bye. We must take